Hi, my name is Taylor. I'm a heroin addict. All right. So what it was like, um, you know, growing up, I had a pretty hectic family life. My parents got divorced pretty young. You know, my dad was a, he was an addict. My mom was a normie and it just didn't really work. It didn't really mix. Um, so yeah, just a lot of domestic violence, a lot of just turbulence in the household, like a lot of moving, like constantly. Um, so I grew up like this angry kid that kind of just like had no control over like what their life was like. So when I started getting into high school, you know, I had already been smoking and like drinking weed and like things were pretty progressive for me. Like the only real control I think I thought I had at the time was like, you know, what substances I could use. Like, so it was very progressive. It was, it was very fast. By the time I was 18 years old, I was a full-blown heroin meth addict. Um, 19, I went to my first treatment center and I would have loved for it to be like my first and only and last, but that was not the case. Like I ended up going to treatment about, you know, 15 more times. Um, you know, I went to jail three times, I've overdosed. Um, I never could seem to get it. Like, you know, I'd go and sit in these meetings and I'd sit in the back and like, I would hear people speak and I relate it. But like, for some reason I thought like I was different. Like I was gonna be that exception in the book that, that like, you know, figured out like some other way to like live life and still be able to use drugs. And like that mentality caused me like a lot of pain a lot of hurt you know I allowed like heroin to take like everything I loved in life and like destroy it and it took me a long time to realize that like you know that was like my fault like I was always able to like look at other things and like say like hey if I didn't grow up like this or if like that wasn't my dad or that wasn't my mom or if this that like a b and c didn't happen like things would be different but like none of that really ever mattered it was just like how I reacted to life and like what I chose to do with my life like was my demise and like until I figured that out like I couldn't really do much or like grow much you know um out of all the times I ever went to treatment there were only like, like two times I really tried AA and the first time was off of a really bad overdose where I ended up in a coma for like a month um and my family thought I was gonna die it was like pretty serious um and, you know, like that fear took me pretty far and allowed me to gain like eight, eight months in AA. And I finally kind of dipped my toes into the book. Like, and, you know, I thought I knew everything about AA. I thought I was like really like living it and like doing the deal. Like I was doing panels, I had sponsors, I could recite stuff, but like all that knowledge didn't mean shit because I didn't really apply anything I like knew to my life. Like everything on the outside looked good but on the inside, I was like, still like this hurt, like angry kid. And I didn't really know like how to fix that at the time. Like people recommended these steps, but I only wanted to go as far as I wanted to go. Like I got to the ninth step and just decided I didn't want to make amends. Like I didn't think anybody like deserved an amends for me because I didn't realize making amends wasn't for like other people. It's like more for yourself. And like, I just couldn't like get over that, you know? Um, so, you know, I pretty much at one point, like had like everything going for me. I had a car, I moved into an apartment, I had gotten like an ex, I thought I wanted back. And, you know, I like pushed myself so far away from the program. Like, you know, I stopped going to meetings. I stopped doing all those things. And like, I decided to drink and smoke weed again. And like that, like, I thought like, you know, I really had it figured out, you know, and I, I didn't think I'd ever go back to, to opiates or anything. Thing like that but um slowly but surely like you know I 
I creep back like into like that that toxic mindset and I just started using and like I was out for about like two years um and like that bottom I hit coming back in this time was like unlike anything I'd ever experienced before you know like I truly truly like wanted to die like you know I went back to this treatment center I had already gone to like two times they let me come back one more time and I just remember like sitting like in that treatment center for the first two months and like every day just like wanting to die but like not having the balls to kill myself and it was like painful you know and um I realized that like the only thing I hadn't ever really did like different was like fully submit to this stuff. So like I had tried everything else. Like I tried every way I thought like imaginably possible to like make my life and make myself better, but I'd never tried these steps. And I worked them as rigorously and honestly as like I could at the time. And like, I, I truly in like that moment, like gave it like my all and like things started happening, you know, like, like crazy things started happening. Like, you know, like I got like friends today that like I've never had before in my life. Like if I need something or if I need someone to be there for me, like I can call like one of like 10 fucking people and I know they'll drop everything to come hang out with me. You know, like I have like a job at two sober or have two jobs in treatment and like one of them is like I'm a house manager at a sober living and I didn't think anybody would ever trust me to like UA people or like touch meds and like it's just so insane to me like how how crazy and different my life is you know I don't really have everything I want in life but like I have everything I need in life and, like I know I have God and like that's like the most like honestly like relieving thing I've ever experienced in my life like you know today like I'm like genuinely happy like most of the time and I'm not saying like every day is like the best day but like all of my days sober have been a lot better than like most of my days high you know and I know if I just keep doing like what I need to do like I'm gonna be okay at the end of the day um nothing's really happened in like this like eight month period of sobriety where I felt the need to put like a needle or a drug or a substance in my body like um and like I walked through some really hard shit like I lost like three really close people to me like early on the sobriety um I had fucking COVID I'm a little bitch when I get sick like you just always just get high when I got sick you know um yeah I've just been through like a lot of painful things but like you know I just haven't I haven't picked up or used and like that's like probably the most important part of all this is like you can get through life sober and you can get through anything you want sober if you like build this fellowship if you find god if you work these steps like you know shit will happen for you like i never thought like i would be able to like stay sober this long this is the longest i've probably genuinely ever been sober in my life like i always thought i'd be like dead before this point in my life and like you know, I don't want to fucking kill myself anymore. Like, I'm not like that hurt little kid when I walked in here that first day. And, um, you know, if you want to feel different, like if you're sitting in this room, you feel alone and you want to die, like, just give this shit a shot. Like, you really don't have anything like left to lose, you know? Um, that's pretty much all I have. So. Yeah.